Hi, I'm Pat Rulo, author, speaker, and radio host of Speak Up Talk Radio. I'm local and vocal when it comes to healthcare safety. If you need a life-changing topic and speaker for your next event, call me, 440-725-5462, or visit speakupandstayalive.com. Patient safety is your right, so don't go wrong. Let me share what I know with your group, 440-725-5462, or visit speakupandstayalive.com. Welcome to Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio with author, speaker, and your host, Pat Rulo, serving you a generous helping of everything you need to know to help you and your loved ones stay safe during any doctor or hospital visit. The program is not intended to replace medical advice from a licensed professional, but rather to encourage you to become a well-informed participant in your health and well-being. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Hello and welcome. I'm Pat Rulo, the voice for patient safety, where each week we delve into little-known healthcare and hospital hazards, as well as other fringe topics that affect your health and well-being. I'm so happy you've taken the time to join me, and today I have lots to share with you. So, let's dig right in, shall we? My guest right now shares an important message about positivity. She is Tara Kay. She has been a practicing pharmacist for over 15 years in various settings. Additionally, she is a certified Reiki master of Dr. Usui's system of natural healing, and she has certification in craniosacral therapy with the Upledger Institute. Tara also practices EFT tapping, a hands-on healing technique that balances and realigns energy. She incorporates alternative therapies into the scope of her practice as a pharmacist to improve the health and well-being of her clients. Tara believes that each individual holds the power to heal themselves and that by honoring the body, mind, and spirit, many miraculous awakenings can occur. And she published her first book entitled Let the Sun Shine In, a book of positive affirmations for kids in June 2016. And I am so ready to learn more. So welcome to the network, Tara. Thank you, Pat. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. The pleasure is mine, I'm sure. Before we talk about your book, I think everyone listening can think back to the encounters or maybe lack of encounters with their pharmacists. So I was impressed to hear that you try to incorporate alternative therapies and ideas into your everyday meetings with your clients. And I was wondering, how do you do that? I mean, when is there time to have that personal conversation with the customer who's picking up their prescription? Well, it's interesting. It oftentimes comes when um, a client comes to the consultation window and asks for some assistance. And it might be on a supplement, which then may sort of lead into a conversation about they're open to other means of healing, in which case um, a lot of times I will just give them information or contacts depending on what they're desire and or need is. If there are people coming in for prescription medications, there would also be discussion about what over-the-counter items, especially herbs and vitamins, are okay to mix with the prescription medications that they're taking. See, what you're saying is huge. I've spent the last eight, nine years working on patient safety. 
because of my mom and I'm, I'm a speaker and have a radio host about patient safety and patient experience. And I always feel that the pharmacist could really be someone's best friend because you know about medications and their interactions, probably more so than, than a doctor. And yet the conversations with a pharmacist are so often few and far between. So I would really love to see what it is that you do kind of get, get expanded uh, within all pharmacies and pharmacists. Yes, it, it has definitely become a challenge, um, particularly with the rise of the chain pharmacies because a lot of these stores, are they're pushing a lot of volume and the days of being able to sort of walk into your independent pharmacy and talk directly with the pharmacist, um, it's not quite as easy as it used to be, yeah, yes. which is unfortunate. And that was always an aspect of community pharmacy that I enjoyed. I liked speaking to the people, I like sharing my knowledge because my feeling is, well, what good is it if it's if it just stays with me? Mm -hmm. You know, I've attained all of these different certifications, one, because they've helped me personally, and um, I tend to be somebody who experiments on myself first, and when I find things that work, I, I like to share them with mm -hmm. others, whether it's teaching them or, you know, directing them to somebody that may have a little more, bit more experience than I do in that particular area. Well, my hat's off to you, and I wish you were my pharmacist. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, now I want to get to your book. You say that you were inspired by Louise Hay's message about how thoughts create your life, and I just want to share with you that maybe about 25 years ago or even longer, a friend gave me a box of Louise Hay's wisdom cards, which I have placed all over my home and my office. And in fact, I have one right here that says, Loving myself and thinking joyful, happy thoughts is the quickest way to create a wonderful life. So you and I are on the same page. That's why I'm happy to, really excited to talk with you today. Can you share any of the science behind how this works? I mean, I've heard that your brain cannot tell the difference between what is real and what you feel or, or what you feed it rather. So you may as well think and talk with positivity rather than negativity. Can you speak to that? Well, it's been an interesting personal journey. Um, I feel that as adults, many of us come in with, I'll call it, old programming. Uh, it may be things that were indoctrinated onto us from our parents, from our teachers, religious instructors, you name it. And growing up, those are the people that you sort of look to for guidance, and so you accept what you're told. And sometimes it's not until we reach adulthood that we realize that maybe some of those things that we learned don't hold true for us. And for me, it's been an ongoing process of looking at things that were indoctrinated onto me and saying, you know, that, that doesn't really work for me anymore. And how can I make a change that will be a more positive one or just open me up to being more flexible about other things. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how my, my process has gone. Um, after I got divorced, I, um, I sort of was inspired to write positive affirmations. And at one point, I had a cork board in my kitchen that was completely filled and I started each day taking one of those down and putting it on the front door of my house. And that was to just, you know, keep me going and keep me in a positive mindset because that was a very challenging 
time in my life. And at that time, I had different people coming into the house to help me. Um, I had a housekeeper and I had somebody that came in and helped me with my dogs. And then I had a couple of postal carriers. And it was sort of a time of healing and hibernation for me. So people didn't see a whole lot of me except for the people that I worked with. And one day I came out and I caught one of the postmen and he says, well, how, how are you today, young lady? And I said, well, I'm fine. And he said, I just want you to know something. And I said, well, what's that? And he said, sometimes we come down here to see what you've posted, even when there's no mail to deliver. <laughs> and that I've taken pictures of any number one of any number of those quotes and put them on my Facebook page. Oh. And now I'm standing there, I have this huge lump the size of grapefruit in my throat. And he says, are you okay? And I said, well, I'm very touched because that process was a process that I had intended for myself. I wasn't really trying to subject other people to it. And he said, I think it's fabulous. And each person that was coming to the house was taking something different away. And they all sort of said at one time or another, you should do something with this. And so when I moved from that location, all of those affirmations went into a folder and they just sort of went into my desk, you know, with the thought that, well, sometime when the time is right, I would like to do something with that. And earlier this year, that's when they came out and became part of the book. Wow, I love that. So kind of an organic journey, really. It wasn't something you planned to do. So that your journey inspired you to write a book about positive affirmations. What caused you to make the focus on children? Children don't have all of the layers that adults have. Um, and when I say layers, when I've used the emotional freedom technique, which is tapping on acupressure points, you can very quickly, if um, an emotion is not deep-rooted, tap it out, tap it down, tap it away. Um, and with adults, there's some stuff that you could be carrying on since you were a child. So you've got many, many layers, like an onion, that need to be peeled back. So it's a process. But with kids, you don't have, they don't have all of those years of experience, depending on how old they are. I mean, even then, they don't have all the years of experience that an adult has. So it's much easier to, if you want to call it, reprogram them than it is for us. It's, it would be quicker. I want to take a little sidestep here because I intended to ask you about this later, but since you brought it up, can you talk about the EFT tapping? What is that? So EFT, they call it tapping for short. It stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And it, it uses tapping with your hands, your fingers, on various acupressure points. And I can't say enough about it. It has been a huge help to me. I use it all the time. I've taught it to people in the pharmacy, quick at the consultation windows. I've taught it to friends. I've taught it to family members. And it's just awesome because you can use it for anything as simple as you get cut off on the road and you're, you know, you're really kicked at the person that cut you off. You can just tap on those points and tap down your anger. You could tap down sadness. You can tap down anxiety. And for things like that, 
that are sort of what I'll call fleeting, you know, you might be able to tap a few rounds and be done with it. And for things that are more deeply rooted, it's, it's going to be a process. Um, I just recently went through a process on something that was probably with me since early childhood, and I tapped for 21 days straight on this particular issue. And so 21 days is sort of the number of days people say it takes to change a habit and, and or, you know, make a lifestyle change. And so within that period of time, something that I have been sort of affected by my whole entire life, I was able to get rid of. Now, Tara, how do you know where to tap? How do you know what acupressure points to tap? So there are um, there are actually diagrams that people can find on the web. There's also an author, Nick Oranger, who wrote The Tapping Solution, and that's a really awesome book. Um, but just in brief, there are point, acupressure points on the top of the head, on the inside of the eyebrow, on the outside of the eyebrow, on the, underneath your eye, underneath your nose, underneath your chin, your um, collarbone area, and then under the armpit. Mm-hmm. And you can go through all of those points sometimes when I do it for myself. I don't need to go through all of those points. I have certain places that might be more of a trigger and I did forget one and that's called the karate chop point which is on the outside of your your palm of your hand and that's usually where the one that you would start with all right so we'll, we'll work on that later your book let the sunshine in is an empowering tool that will give children a way to turn their negative thoughts and words into positive ones can you give us a few examples from your book um, one example is sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough, and the positive would be I'm perfect just the way I am. See, that's huge, and as you say that, I'm going to imagine that your book's message could and probably should be a learning tool not only for children, but maybe more importantly for parents, because I I was just in a children's clothing store yesterday, and I heard this mother speaks so poorly to her child and really put this child down. And I said to my husband, that little guy doesn't stand a chance to grow up to be confident and happy with himself. So I think a lot of learning needs to begin with the adults who care for children too. Do you have any message for parents as well? Or do you think that maybe this book with the parent reading to the child kind of helps pull that all together? Yeah, I do. I do. I feel it like it's all encompassing. I mean, it is being marketed for children, but I have had any number of adults read it and say, geez, I remember feeling that way. Heck, I still feel those feelings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how awesome is this? You know, I can do it, you know, by myself. I can do it reading it to my child and uh, gain some benefit from it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is awesome. It really is. And, and, you know, you kind of alluded it to it very early on in the interview conversation when you said, you know, that we're, we're raised by parents and family members who say and do things. And then we carry that with us through our entire childhood. So I think it would behoove every adult looking after a child to think about positivity and what you feed your child because that's kind of what they become. Or then they have to deal with it later in life. Absolutely. And I mean, as much as I have worked on myself over the years 
and have at times been frustrated with things that were indoctrinated onto me, I have also had a lot of time to reflect and say, well, you know what, if mom and dad hadn't done X, Y, and Z, you know, I wouldn't be me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be who I am today. And perhaps that environment that I came out of, you know, is has allowed me to get to where I am today and to turn certain aspects of it around and show people, hey, you know, you do have control, even though you may not think that you do. Mm-hmm. And so, especially little, you know, little kids exactly. have to put up with, you know, bullying mm-hmm. at school. There's, mm-hmm. you know, different techniques. I mean, the tapping's been used for that, the positive affirmations. Yeah, I think this is just a whole huge social lesson that needs to be learned. And I'm certainly happy you, you've got your book out. So as you were putting this together, even though it was quickly, what did you learn about yourself as you as you were writing this book? I learned that there is nothing I can't do. And this is an affirmation that I'm using as my mind is spinning in. There are any number of creative endeavors that are going to be coming after this book, including another book. And I say that because some of these ideas are going to mean like having to talk to other people in the business world that know more about certain things than I do Mm -hmm. and the process. And if I try to take it all in, sometimes it feels overwhelming. And so I just use that affirmation to sort of put myself back on track and say, okay, I can do this. I did it with the book. I didn't have any idea how I was going to get any of that done, but somehow each step came in at the right time. And even though there were other things going on in my life at that same time, which some people would have said, oh, my gosh, you know, like how did you get all of these things done? Um, It went smoothly. (laughs) It really did. I don't know how to explain it. And... When I say that I wrote it in a night, that's not coming from any sort of egotistical place. I guess the message for people is when you have those ideas, and I do truly believe that we all get them from time to time, listen to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it could mean a career shift. It could mean, you know, some new product is being developed. Uh, who knows? You just have to, um, the price of a dream is sacrifice. That's really so true. And I think folks are so busy these days that when they do get that inkling or that little thought, it's like, oh, yeah, that would be neat or that'd be something that I should do, but maybe I'll have to do that some other time. And then it, they, you lose it and, ne- and it never comes back. So mm-hmm. yeah, you've got to be able to pay attention to that. And I think maybe all the work that you do, that personal work that you do and the positive affirmations that you feed yourself, maybe this is just the product of all the hard work you've been putting into yourself. Yeah, it's, it certainly could be. Mm-hmm. And um, where can folks go then to get a copy of this? So I have my own website, and it's www.tara, T-A-R-A, the middle initial L, K, and then K-A-Y, dot com. It's also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and LifeRichPublishing.com. That's Life Rich Publishing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And your website, again, is TaraLK.com? That's correct. Now, is there anything we missed that you would like to talk about today? No, I don't think so. 
right. We covered quite a bit. I'm fascinated by what it is that you do, not only as a pharmacist, but all your alternative healing background. And now you're an author. So this has just been a very, very cool life for you, huh? It has been. Well, it's been an interesting year. You know, I, I took an awesome trip to South Africa, and that was really my my sort of soul-searching trip. I came back. I left a job of eight and a half years. I started another job and wrote the book, and then somewhere in between there I moved <laughs> from my residence of three and a half years. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's so, kind of a good thing to do, too, because it helps you to clear out all the old and get rid of what you don't need oh yeah and I've had people say oh my god like how did you pull all that off in like three months <laughs> I don't know sometimes I just go on autopilot if you know I just kind of do and I don't think about it and then when everything when the dust settles and that's sort of when I can breathe my sigh of relief or rest or whatever well I think you're living what the title of the book is let the sunshine in and obviously you're doing that for yourself and I'm so thrilled to have had this opportunity to speak with you and to share this book with our listeners. And so I'm going to encourage everyone to head over to your website, T-A-R-A, Tara, L-K-K-A-Y.com, Tara, L-K.com. Tara, thank you again so much for sharing you and your book with us. Pat, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show today. Listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up Radio. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. Recently, I was asked to narrate and produce the audiobook version of a book titled Death by 5G, an advanced guide to population reduction techniques. So what is 5G? 5G, which stands for fifth generation, is an upcoming standard for mobile telecommunications service that promises to be significantly faster than today's 4G. Well, the author of this book has a lot more to say about it. Here's a bit from their page on Amazon. They say, this new technology will affect living human beings to the core of their health. This guide will tell you all the ways the government and powers that be will be using fifth-generation signals to blast through your home devices to levels you could never imagine. Dangers involving 5G technology are serious and varied. Learn how to protect yourself and the people you love. So to find out more and to get your Kindle version or the audiobook version, just visit Amazon.com and type in the title of the book, which is Death by 5G, the number 5, the letter G. And if you or someone you know would like to turn their book into an audiobook, I can do that for you. Just email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me 440-725-5462. 
Hi, I'm Jana Panaritis, host of the AgeWise podcast. We all want to be cared for in some way, even if it's just the occasional pampering. But what happens when you're called upon to care for someone else when you least expect it? My mom went in for this routine hip surgery and came out in a coma, and I could not have been less prepared. How does it change your life? How does it change you? I keep asking my wife, you know, what's different? The world's changed. And she's like, no, Steve, you've changed. On the AgeWise podcast, we explore questions like this with people actually doing the work of care. We also talk with experts in the field of aging and artists who are using media to address major health issues in a creative way. Tune in each week and let us pamper you with caregiving stories from the field. Listen to a brand new episode at speakuptalkradio.com. To learn more about the show, visit the AgeWise website. That's A-G-E-W-Y-Z.com. I think my sense of humor actually went into hibernation for several years. But once we started making the film, it started to like rear its head every once in a while. Hi there, I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, the host of Mrs. Green's World, and I would really love for you to become a part of that world. We talk about things like the faceless villain of climate change, our compromised food supply, and about how to become a conscious consumer. But it's not all bad news. We educate, we inspire, we engage. We always leave you with some small steps you can take to make a difference for this great planet of ours and help you live the healthy life you deserve. Please visit MrsGreensWorld.com to learn more and become a part of our world. Well, there you have it. Lots to think about and plenty to share with others. And to do so, simply head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, where you can listen to today's show again and hear previous episodes all under the Radio Archives button. And while you're there, visit the shop page to get a copy of the life-saving book, Speak Up and Stay Alive, Your Hospital Survival Guide. And if you just need more of me, invite me to speak to your group, club, church, business, or hospital. My presentations are fun, fast-paced, informative, and life-saving. Visit speakupandstayalive.com for more information. Email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me and leave a message on the radio studio line, 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for Informed Choice. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event who's fun, fast-paced, enlightening, and did I mention life-saving? Then you need me, Pat Rulo, healthcare safety expert, patient advocate, and radio host. Visit speakupandstayalive.com or call 440-725-5462. Stay safe from little-known healthcare and hospital hazards. Call 440-725-5462 or visit speakupandstayalive.com.